Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. My name is Lamar Hurd, and this is Season Opener. I am super excited about this guest for multiple reasons. Not only is he the brother of a former NFL great, and not only was he a standout basketball and football player in high school and currently a very good player at Rice University, but I just heard about this young man, Gabe Taylor. Word on the street from a friend I know up here in Portland, Oregon, is that he is one of the best players to ever come out of Miami and that has been evident by the work he's put in there and what he's doing right now at Rice. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Gabe Taylor. Gabe, how you doing, my man? And also, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, I'm doing blessed, highly favored, man. Thank you for having yes, me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My pleasure. My pleasure. Well, Gabe, I know that you got a whole lot going on. So first and foremost, I want to be respectful of your time. You're in the middle of a season. You just had a game yesterday. I saw the big pick, by the way. Yeah. I saw that pick in the first half. So... So we're going to get into all of that, your career, uh, just your ambitions in life. But we really want to know on this podcast about you as an individual, your upbringing, what motivated you, some of the challenges, some of the obstacles you've been through. We really want to know about you. So to kick that off, I want to know just growing up for you, what what, what was your family life like? Uh, and also, what was it that got you into football? Uh I have a football family and football background, of course. Everybody knows who my brother is. Uh, I've always been around the game. I started that was my first sport. Then I started basketball next. Uh, but I've been blessed with uh, a strong household that supports me and do whatever I want. Like, whatever I want, they support it. But I've been through a lot, uh, overcome a lot of obstacles, and... Right now, I'm at a spot in life where uh, I'm not stressed. I'm not overthinking, and I know what my goal is, and I'm going to go and accomplish it. That's my mindset. I'm going to accomplish my goal, and whatever I set to, that I'm going to get it. A few things you said there, Gabe, that I want to lean to lean into a little bit. You mentioned that everybody knows who your brother is. Uh, for those who might not know, for those few people who might not know, uh, can you expound on that? Yeah. Uh, Sean Taylor, played for the Washington Redskins, uh, got murdered in his house when I was seven. How did that impact you? Man, after that, uh, it didn't feel real. I was so young. I didn't understand what uh, being like, understand his death. I understand death. At that young age, but as soon as I got older, older, I understand death and more, more posts about him and uh, me playing football. That's when I like really understand death at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so living um, with that, Gabe, and and knowing that, and knowing you're the brother of one of the best to ever play that position at that safety position. What is that like on you? Is that a weight on you that you ever feel, or is it just more like motivation? It's the best weight ever. It's just uh. motivation to me. I look. I mean, like, who wouldn't want the spotlight? Who wouldn't want pressure? Who wouldn't want when you walk in into a grocery store? You walk on the field, everybody turns their neck at you. Like, who wouldn't mm. want that? 
Mm. Uh, so I embrace all that. And I yeah. really, I'm humble for that too at the same time. So I embrace everything around me and uh, I want the best out of everybody and they're going to bring the best out of me. So mm. it's not like it's bad pressure, bad weight. It's mm. about really co competing at the high level when everybody sees me on the field. See, I respect that, but not everybody looks at it that way. I've seen a lot right. of people shy away from that spotlight and that pressure that comes with it. So what is it that makes you different? What I guess, how did you just decide to embrace that the way that you have chosen to embrace it? It's a dog mentality. Like, mm. I'm not going to let nobody step over me. Mm. Uh, I have good teammates that I want to see win, and I give them all I have on the field. So just winning every down, every rep, just being the defender and, like, look at them having a, a face that, that looks like they lost. Mm. Like, that really just keeps me going and knowing that I'm going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's a little, that's a little different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you really come from different lines. So yeah, you are a, been there. Yeah. It's just been just there. Been you said there. just been there. Like I, I've been there before. Huh? Huh? That experience. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you, you play at rice right now, but before we get into your current career at rice, I want to go back to the high school days at Gulliver prep high school, because I don't know how many people realize this. And this is something I learned about you a week ago talking to my friend up here where I am <laughs> that I told you about. Not right. only are you super nice in football, but you were and still are most likely very good at basketball. So yeah, uh, once a bucket, yeah, well, always a bucket. Always, always. <laughs> it don't go bucket, away. You're right. It don't go away. So then how did you make that decision from basketball to football? Because you took time off in football, right? At Gulliver Prep. Right, right. So, so how, stopped, did that, how, yeah, how did that eighth go? Grade. Uh, I wanted to focus on basketball, like eighth grade. I played football my life through eighth grade. I stopped in high school because uh, I want to focus on basketball. Like I said, like doing football, then not uh, doing my skills, focus my skills on basketball. But I always want to come back to football. I knew I was going to come back to football in my high school career. But I chose my senior year. Uh, and it helped me with basketball, too, with uh, – physicality on the uh, court and going through contact. So mm -hmm. I don't regret not playing football in my school, like my junior, sophomore, freshman year. I feel like it was God's plan to put me in my senior year. And yeah, I had a crazy career. Yeah. That, that senior career. So this is what's wild to me. You mm -hmm. basically, you, you didn't get back into football until your senior year. Correct. But still somehow you were the highest rated recruit signed by rice in the 247 era you were one of the best players throughout the entire state in in miami dade broward monroe counties you were one of six finalists for the nat moore trophy like how do you do that in one year of football you know what i'm saying like you didn't it isn't most people who are one of those finalists for that type of award people who played all throughout their high school career yeah man i don't know you gotta ask me. It's, it's not me, man. It's not me, honestly. I don't know how that worked. Uh, I wasn't supposed to be in that in that list at all. I wasn't supposed to be. I was the last person to get in that list. So, yeah, my mom told me about that. No, actually, I seen it on Instagram, and I didn't know what that was. My mom told me about that, and like my dad, my mom's going crazy. And I didn't, I didn't really like, honestly, no disrespect. I, I didn't really care. Like, what is that? 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Uh my teammate was on there, Donnell Harris was on there. And it was like, uh, I was humble. But at the same time, like I didn't understand like what was the list for. Yeah, yeah. So you were just more caught up in just the work. You was just yeah doing your thing or whatever came with that came with it. Correct. Correct. Wow. So not only were you a finalist for that list in football, but in basketball, you were a nominate a nominee for the McDonald's All-American game. So mm-hmm. to me, that doesn't sound regular. That doesn't no, sound no. normal for somebody to be. So like, how do you then decide to say, I'm good enough to go play basketball in college if I really, really wanted to attack it that way? Mm-hmm. Instead, I'm going to choose football. What led to that? Uh, I feel like that was the best route because like me, I'm 5'10", uh, NBA scouts or college scouts, uh, especially for a small guard, it's hard to get to NBA. And like I know they like pick every point which a small guard makes a mistake. And like I was like, I might as well go to football because I feel like the easier route is right there. Mm. And especially Sean, I felt like more eyes gonna be on me. And I feel like that was easier route for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you chose that route, you decided to go to Rice. What led you to Rice? Uh same play style at Gulliver. Uh they were like it was like family. I felt connected mm-hmm. to each and every one. Uh, because of basketball, so focused on basketball still. I didn't go to many visits. I went to Coastal Carolina. Uh, I took like two more visits. I just don't remember. Mm-hmm. But uh, Rice, I felt like family. I felt like home, and the environment that they uh they brought to me, uh, the culture changed. Now I wanted to change the program. Like I believed in that. I just didn't want to come here because it's rice. I want to come here to change the program. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, your uh, play is 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 definitely showing that. Uh, mm-hmm. Your third year sophomore, twenty twenty one. I see you were the conference USA defensive player of the week back in October. You won the Jim Thorpe Player uh, Award, Player of the Week award, the Frisco Bowl Defensive Player of the Week, um, honorable mention, all like. I can keep going with the awards, but I'm getting the sense that based on how you felt about the award you won in high school, you're not even caught up in all that. You just busy. You you busy yeah, just playing not, the game. Is that how you feel? It's not good enough. It's not good enough. Huh. Not good enough. So what makes it good enough then? What 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 is it that you accomplished where you say that's good enough? I didn't win Jim Thorpe. That's just that's just for a week. That's just to be on the list. Like I didn't win it. I didn't win Jim Thorpe. I didn't. Mm. I want to be a conference player. Of the year, I'm be conference defensive conference player of the year. Okay, that's my okay. goal. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken; they're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, so you want that Jim Thorpe, the nation's best defensive back. You, you're not stopping until you get that. Correct. So what is it going to take to get that? Because I was watching, Gabe, I was watching a little bit from yesterday. I saw your pick in the first half. I saw the defense on the field at the end of the game, 24-28 ball game against UAB. Y'all had to get the stop in order to get the win. So what are what is going through your mind in those situations when it's a tight game like that? 
you're on the field to end the game and you're thinking not only this is what I got to do to get my team to win, but here's how I need to perform individually to accomplish what I would want to accomplish. What's going through your mind at those times? Yeah, my mindset is always be around the ball. Any chance I get, just run to the ball, just be around because you never know what's going to happen. Uh, but that's always my mentality. Like That's just second nature. I don't have to tell myself that. But uh, my focus when I'm in that situation with my teammates, I want them to have the same mentality as me, my, the same everything, same DNA, everything. Like, mm. I want to get off a third down, give the offense a ball, let them go score. So I express myself to them, say, get off third down, get off the field. We need it right now. And so if I know, like, the next man right next to me has the same mentality, I know we're going to mm. go. I mm. know we're going to get a stop. Mm. And is that a mentality that you feel like some of that you developed through your, your late brother? Or, or do you feel like that's just – kind of your own natural that's what's in you that's what, that's what's in me that's what my dad put it put everything mm. that nature in us my dad put put everything in us right there okay okay so rice university for those who might not know one of the best universities in the world uh mm. a highly esteemed academic university to go along with the athletics that you play in so was that something that also attracted you to the university knowing that once you get your degree from there it's a degree you can take into a lot of walks of life yeah uh it's prestigious uh it was a nice campus i love the campus mm -hmm. i love the vibes uh i knew it was a, a good school because they said it was just like gulliver and mm -hmm. so i didn't i was like okay but i'm not focused on that side i want to focus on the football team because i want to change the program mm -hmm. and i see them play a good competition that year we're supposed to play lsu i was like mm -hmm. oh snap they just don't play no like regular easy teams like yeah they play some good teams yeah. so i was like i'm in yep yep it, yeah. that, that worked for you that makes sense have you declared a major yet at rice uh sports management okay do you have an idea of what you maybe would want to do with that one day uh stay around the game stay around sports football and do something with that so with you being such a talented athlete growing up I know you had a lot of options. We already mentioned you could have gone basketball. You could have gone football. Is there a certain message that you would give to a young person who's either considering what sport they want to play or at what school they want to play, how they can maybe best go about approaching that next decision in their life based on maybe things you learned so far along your, your way? Yeah. Uh, don't rush things. Don't rush things because that's going to make you stressed out. Uh, do what's best for you and whatever you want to do in life to go accomplish. Don't listen to nobody else. Uh, cause the more people you have in your ear, the more stressed out, the more gray hairs you get quicker. <laughs> so yeah, just, just focus on yourself, focus on your goals and focus on your dream. Cause once yeah. you don't focus on your dream, those nightmares. Yes, sir. That is great advice. Focus on yourself. I want to know, how hard is it for you, somebody like you, very popular? Uh, like I said, I was talking to a guy way up here on the West Coast about you, and he was telling me how your name rings loudly, not only just in Miami, but throughout sports circles. So people know you. How tough is it with social media, with all the writers at the game, all the journalists, everybody always talking about you? How tough or easy is it for you to remain focused? on yourself and what it is that you have set forth for your own path. It's been, it's been very easy. Like lately, wow. like I don't be like on Instagram or try to 
look for myself or look what they're trying to say about me. So it's been a lot easier and stuff like that. But uh, once I'm on the field, I don't focus on nobody except my teammates in this win. Okay. That's that Gabe, everybody's not like that now. I, just, mm-hmm. I mean, the, you, you say it and it's really easy for you, but that's a real challenge for people. So I hope that there are some youngsters who are coming up, walking in the same footsteps you walked in and do take from some of these lessons because I agree with you that being able to focus on the goal, the task at hand, keeping the main thing, the main thing is always the way to go. So uh, definitely Mm -hmm. keep leading in that way. What I want to know from you is what does a normal day look like for you, for Gabe Taylor, being the student athlete, uh, for being, you know, one of the men on the defense, you know, you, you, the guy, what does a normal day look like? Whether it's from class to film study here, we sit today. It's it technically is a is an off day for most students yeah. around campus on a Sunday, but I know that that's not the case for you. Uh, a regular day, I mean, I'm a regular person. Like, there's nothing major about me. Uh, wake up, check in for breakfast, uh, go to class, and go lift or whatever we have, practice, then uh, come home, take a shower, play the game a little bit, call it a day, repeat over and over mm-hmm. again. Do you have to watch film? Often? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So, 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 so after so, practice, after practice, I'll watch film. I'll take a shower because it won't be on. It'll be on huddle, but later in the day. So I'll just wait for that to pop up and then watch film. I practice, and then when I'm done watching film, I just play the game or just knock out. So, how much free time would you say that you have it throughout throughout a throughout a day? Uh. Like Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have like an hour and a half free time. And Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, I really don't. Because we start early on Mondays, Wednesday, Fridays. But Tuesday, Thursdays, I get like an hour and a half free time. And then after practice, I'll get like seven and probably have three hours left, two hours left on myself. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Four hours in total. Whew. See, that student athlete life is Yeah, it's no joke. Yeah. There's no See that? <laughs> once, once you get to college, like summer, there's no such thing as summer. There's no such thing as an off day. Because your, your off day is probably they want you lifting or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. What about holidays? What is that like for you? Do you get a, a Thanksgiving? Man, Do you get? <laughs> we don't even have Thanksgiving here. Like everybody's going back home for Thanksgiving. We're here working out, practicing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's a grind. It's a grind. Yeah. Yeah. We get this, yeah. Now we only get December off. Like mm-hmm. we, we got December off because we didn't make it to a bowl game or conference championship. Mm-hmm. So we got the mm-hmm. whole month of December off. But uh, this year we're not gonna have a December off. We're going to a bowl game. Going to the bowl game. We're going to a bowl yeah. game when it comes. Okay. Okay. Is it tough on you um as a student athlete to have to miss out on some of those normal holidays that a lot of students get to go be a part of or normal birthdays or, you know, different events where maybe if you're just a student on campus, you can possibly fly out or drive home for the weekend. Like, yeah. is that, is that, does that ever get tough on you? Yeah. I miss those days. Like after the, uh, when we played UTSA last year and mm-hmm. uh, Washington flew me up there mm-hmm. for Sean's uh, retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went after the game, you go back on the bus uh, you drive back to your uh, campus or you fly back to where your team is, team's from. So I fly back to Houston. 
Uh, but I left my parents after the game and I felt good. So like, like high school days, like after the game, you go back home, mm -hmm. you miss that. And so yeah. I, it's definitely hard. Definitely yeah. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's part of that commitment. Um, mm -hmm. a, along those lines, you just mentioned parents. What was it like before you got to Rice when you were a kid and there were those AAU events or seven on sevens or whatever it is that, your your parents had to be a part of dedicating themselves to helping you reach your goals. Like for a non sports family that maybe doesn't yeah. know what that life looks like. What does that look like? Uh, as a kid, you don't understand it. You don't like, mm -hmm. you don't see it around you, but like once you get older, like, man, they put so much time in you, so much money, they invested so much in you. Uh, gas. Shoes, mm -hmm. clothes, <laughs> food, water, hotel. Yeah. And that adds up. So if yep. like if you wasn't alive and they was doing that, you know how rich they'll be. Right. <laughs> like, That's all going to the savings. <laughs> exactly. If you if you put that in the savings, you know how rich they'll be, like for your parents. And so like the older I got, the more appreciative I got for them and the love just keep growing and growing. Of course I love my parents, but it just grows and yeah. grows. And I'm just missing them. And so uh, I appreciate them. I'm grateful for them. Uh, they haven't missed a game, a college football game. Uh, and there's so much I can say, but it's like, yeah, I just love them. And like, it's a little one word, two words. Love them. Love them. I <laughs> love, love them. them. Um, so uh, it's clear how important they are to you. And I would imagine one time that they were very important to you was when COVID first hit. Mm -hmm. So we're going back to 2020. And I know that was a bit of a, a stormy start to your college career right. during that period. W what was going on during that time? Uh, man, it was, I was in Miami, COVID year. Uh, my grandma passed away like, Three weeks before I went to college, she had COVID. She died because of COVID. Uh, so I'm stuck in the house because I had COVID. So, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, uh, our head coach he called us called the freshmen up to just like go to college because we didn't know when we was going up. And so oh. all, all of a sudden, he was like, "Yeah, you guys can come up in two days, one day, one wow. day, or two days, whatever, I, how long it takes." Well, it's really like two days. So I got there. When he said we can come up, the next day I flew in. Uh, I still had COVID because I, I didn't have COVID. I got all my symptoms back. But uh -huh. when we take a test, it still has your yep. positive. Yep. And so I was still positive. So I had to quarantine again. So no working now, no training. So uh, your, your first few days at Rice, you're having to go right into quarantine. Uh, They test me. Yeah, they test wow. me. We, was, we all had separate hotels. Uh, no, we set hotel rooms. Okay. And so I tested, still positive. Then I had to take me to another hotel, stay for like five days. And then they took me to a dorm, stay for like a week. And so I'm over, but like it was a bad, it was a bad dorm. Like I, wow. I, I only see like bricks out the window. No view, no <laughs> nothing, just bricks. Man, it was bad. McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> don't, don't take me back there yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> don't take me back there again. Please. Yeah, that don't sound like no good. So that was your introduction, introduction. to your college career. Correct. Wow. And then am I correct in that there was a you even like lost some weight during that period? Uh, yeah, so I lost my appetite. I was yeah. like, bro, what am I doing here? What is yeah. going on? I was about myself. I'm, I only have my phone and charger, and that's it. Mm. Mm. So yeah. how'd you stick through it then? Because some people would have left. Mm-hmm. So uh, what made you stick? Coaches checking in on me. Teammates checking in on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents checking in on me and just keeping me up and stuff like that. Like it wasn't for my mindset. Like my mindset is just built to last. So if it was my for my mindset, I would have been quit. Mm. Mm. Do you feel like that was a time where you were able to kind of bond with some teammates just off the field? The the concern, the connection that was being shown throughout that time for you? Yeah, like our freshman class is so close. Like it's very close. You can't if you see one of us, if you see one person, you'll see another person. Like wow. nobody leaves anywhere by myself yeah that's a, that's a brotherhood that's what it sounds like mm-hmm. to me so I, i'm gonna get into a, a few questions we have four questions that we ask all guests who join us on here and you can feel free to take your answers whichever direction you want to go all yeah. right so the the first thing i want to know is what was the most challenging time in your journey or what was the biggest obstacle you feel like you've had to overcome Man, there's so much. Mm-hmm. One thing can't pop up. I don't, I don't know. Uh, if you have a couple that maybe are neck and neck with each other, you can feel free to share both. Or if there's three things, whatever, whatever standing out to you in your mind. Mm-hmm. That knows tough to always narrow that down to one thing, especially someone like you. You've been through a lot already in, in your early age. Yeah, I'll probably say, man, it was, I'll tell you two. Okay. Uh, it, I played Pop Warner, Florida City. Uh, it was, I was eight years old, so I played for uh, 80 pounders. Uh, every game, every game, they would try to kill me. <laughs> no, nah, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. Like my adrenaline was pumping, but like I didn't really feel nothing when they tried. I would get tackled. If it was a pile, I would get pinched. Oh, I would get kicked. Ooh. Uh, so '80s year was like because everybody knew I was. I literally had Sean Taylor in the back wearing 21. That's what I was gonna ask you. Like, so did you have a target on you? It literally says Sean Taylor, like the name Sean Taylor in the back. Mm. So I was wearing 21. And so 80s years, like, like I was going crazy. Like, I would score four touchdowns, and then they would tell me, don't, you can't score no more. Oh, uh, I'll play running back. But like 80s, when I get tackled and it was a pile, I'll get punched. 
uh, pinch. Do you do you remember what you weighed at that time? I don't know. It was 80. Okay. So it was 80. Okay. So like, if you're eight years old, it would be 80s. And if you're over that, you'll be uh, overweight. Okay. okay. So I'll probably like, I don't know, 70, 60 pounds. Okay. Maybe. Wow. Wow. You was going to work. Going to work. Crazy. But they knew who, they knew who you were. So every weekend they were coming for you. They knew who I was. They knew who I was. Uh, wow. <laughs> and the next obstacle is definitely not COVID year. Uh, learning the pace, uh, learning the game, because mm-hmm. high school, I, I didn't know, understand football. Like the mm-hmm. names, uh, slant flats, understand the rules. Uh, the coach would give the free safety call, uh, my teammate e- EJ, and he would okay. just tell me, just line up over there and play flat or V-path. And so I'll just play that and do so throw my way, get a pick, and go back to the crib. And then when I got to college, I had no technique, no eye discipline. And so I just learned the game. And I feel like that was an obstacle because it took a while to get back and like catch up on the speed of the game and how everything was. I feel like that was one of the biggest obstacles for me. See, what you just explained to me uh, lets me know that you're not even close to your ceiling because right. we see this all – yeah, we see this all the time. Um, I, I work as an analyst on TV in the NBA, and we see players all the time come in at a very young age or inexperienced. Some guys who maybe hadn't started playing ball until they were 16, 17, and now they're right. in the league. And they don't know, like you're saying, some of that terminology and what exactly means. And And you get this, but I don't know if the general sports fan understands this. One second makes can make the difference of if a play is executed or not. Correct. So if you are one second behind, like literal one second behind mentally on something, that's the time. You like lost, you lost yeah, that you, you, That's it. You lost, you lost that rest. It ain't even nothing to talk about. It's, game, so, it's game of inches. Right. Game of seconds. Correct. Right. So for you to have had the success you already had, and you didn't even know the terminology and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't know nothing. He would, Coach would give the free safety a call. He would say, he'd be like, hey, Gabe, go down there, play flat. All right, but I got you. And so I just what? know the flat. I, I just got the whole flat area. And then I'm, I'm that's it. And then I watched film, like I was watching film and I understand film. In high school, I felt like it was easy. They're not gonna do a whole, whole bunch of concepts. They really gonna give you a slant out, go, or in. That's it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I understand that. I watch film, understand tendencies. And so I picked up on it quick, and I was just mm. getting to pick every game until they. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah, exactly. And then when I got to college, I had to take my time and then really go back to off with my COVID off uh, on back after the season, mm-hmm. the off month we had. And so I really, like, took time and dedicated to this game, my techniques, getting bigger i went from i came in as a freshman like 170 165 and now i'm 195 like got back wow. there 195. wow Ooh. good luck to whoever uh whoever taking them pops because mm-hmm. i know you go i know you going at people tough um all right what does success look like for you how do you define success uh waking up mm. that's success uh getting to where I need to be, uh being on time, making sure uh 
making sure I get everything that I need to be successful in life and on the field and making sure my team is straight. That's success right now. Mm. Love it. The being on time one stands out to me for today because you were early for this interview. And that's not always the case with college kids, Gabe. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I talk to college kids a lot in different things. And a lot of times um, they are they are not nearly as pumped as you were. So that stuff sticks out to people. Yeah, I'm uh, excited. Uh, I got this ring light and this green screen. So, yeah, time. you was ready. <laughs> <laughs> you was ready. OK, uh, two more questions for you, Gabe. How have you changed from the beginning of your journey to now? Oh, maturity. Uh, mm -hmm. Taking a higher role right now, especially like being a leader on the field, like COVID year, I was in the leader. I was more in a learning experience, but now like I learn the plays, learn my teammates, what they're doing as more of a, a leader, a leader standpoint. And so I feel like maturity and leadership has grown. It's awesome. And who has had the biggest influence or impact on your life and why? Mom and dad. That's easy. Mom and dad. Uh, without them, I wouldn't be here. Uh, they put me in situations that made me successful right now. And seeing them and at the games, uh, put a smile on their face, like that pushes me to keep going. That's awesome, man. Mm -hmm. uh, Gabe, do, but we, we don't let anybody leave this podcast without giving the floor to them if there's anything that you want to say or any questions that you might have for me, uh, please feel free to voice that now. Otherwise, we definitely want to be respectful of your time. So you let me know. You got anything? Yeah. Uh, look out for Rice Isles. Okay. That's look it. Rice Isles, man. Uh, what, what? No, no, okay. I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want the general lookout. What can look we out. expect? What? You said December, so we watching the bowl game in December? Oh, yeah, for sure. Watching bowl game and conference game. We will be okay. there. We will okay. be there, no doubt. Okay. So so, so really quick, how's it looking right now so far in the season? What's your assessment of where you guys are at? We're so locked in. We're all together. Uh, mm -hmm. We lost to Houston by one touchdown. Everybody felt like, oh, my goodness, we competed with Houston. Like, no, we, we're supposed to dominate Houston. Like, yeah. that's what we were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't even play our best game. We lost been on seven. Should have went to overtime. Uh, then came next was UAB. Beat them. We're at three or two. We're in a good spot right now. Okay. Winning on the conference. And so we're just going to keep building off this game and keep building. And then we'll see FAU and then beat them and just keep building and building. Mm. Mm. I never played a day football in my life, but you like low key got me hyped. Like I feel like yeah. I feel like if I was on your defense with you, it's like let let's go. Whatever <laughs> we gotta go do, yeah, let's go. It's, it's different, man. Football is different. If you lacking yeah. one day, like you don't get hurt. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can wake up from basketball bored, tired, and still drop yeah. thirty. Yep, yep. So it's a different yes. mentality on the field. Yep, and you understand both because you've done them both at a high level. Gabe, thank yeah. you for joining me today. I'm definitely gonna be watching not only rice but you you have a fan in me man and i want to see you succeed with everything you do keep leading keep impacting people will follow you'll continue to change lives thanks a lot for joining me thank you for having me again thanks for tuning in to season opener be sure to like comment and subscribe